If you're pregnant and considering abortion, I have important news. I'm attorney Mosley Collins. Perhaps you know my phone number, 444-4444. In the past, I've spoken about personal injury accidents, but today I want to help you if you are pregnant and considering abortion. I know that's a scary spot to be in. So we've created a new organization called SaveYourBaby.org. If you call us, we have resources, medical care, housing, and more to help you save your baby. And it's all free. Many people now believe abortion is a bad choice. Even the woman who brought the original lawsuit legalizing abortion now believes she made a terrible mistake. I don't want you to make a terrible mistake. So I hope you call me at 444-4444. We will help you without charge. But in the end, it's up to you because only you can save your baby. Hi, I'm Lisa Collins, and welcome to today's teaching of Real Christianity with your teacher, Mosley Collins. Each week, we try to bring you a study of God's Word that will encourage and equip you to live a life that God can bless, to live a life of real Christianity. And now, I am proud to present your brother in Christ and my husband, Mosley Collins. Thank you, darling, and welcome, my listeners, to this edition of Real Christianity. Um, I am really happy today because I am joined in the studio by one of my favorite guests, Glenn Cole who is the senior pastor of Trinity Life Center at Hillsdale and Madison in Sacramento. And welcome, Glenn. Thank you, Mosley. Great to be with you again. Thank you so much for coming. It's, you know, I just love, uh, I love it when you come visit because I really feel like uh, there's a, a wonderful spirit that comes with you and you and I, I hope, share uh, loving the Lord and preaching his word. Absolutely. Nothing like it. Yeah, it isn't. There isn't. Now, today, my listeners, I, uh, we're going to talk about uh, one of the most important days of the year. Uh, it normally comes up in April, which is the death of Jesus, uh, his death on the cross. And so I've invited uh, Pastor Cole to come down, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. And um, you have been pastoring for how long, Glenn? Oh, 50, uh, let's see, 54 years now. And you've been you've been preaching about the the death that Jesus died for us on the cross for all those years. Yes, yeah, since I was eighteen years old, actually, when I preached my first message. Was that your first message? Yes. Oh, and that's very fitting, isn't it? Oh, indeed. Because, you know, the fact that the Son of God came and died for us—I mean, that's an amazing, phenomenal thought. Just I mean, to think of it is amazing. Is you know, and who is sufficient? You know, here you and I are on the radio. And we want to tell our peop- our listeners about it, but who's sufficient really to explain the depth of love um, that God would send His Son to die? Yeah, Mel Gibson tried to do it in the movie The Passion of the Christ. Right. But I said to our congregation, as horrible as those scenes were, that's why they were trying to rate it R. Yeah. Because of the violence, it could not be predicted or portrayed is the word I want, portrayed what it was really like. Yeah. Because there's no way you can show the agony that he went through on that cross and leading up to the cross. I opened my Bible today to Isaiah 53, hundreds of years before the event. Right. Isaiah prophesied that he would bear our griefs 
carry our sorrows. Share some of that with us. Read from read from Isaiah for us some. I've underlined especially these words. He is despised and rejected by men. Think about that in terms of today. Yeah. People don't want to use the name of Christ. They can't pray in the name of Jesus. Right. Well, here's what I was noticed. What I was thinking about the other day. We right before Easter, the Caesar Chavez holiday. Now they shut down the state of California to honor Caesar Chavez, but they don't shut it down to honor the day that Jesus died for our sins. Because see, this world doesn't get it. This world receives him not. Well, uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ is a dichotomy in a sense in the way it's received. We have this large group of people around the world who say, he is my savior, he is my Lord, he is my future, He's my present, and thank God he was my past. And then there's this other large group right. who don't want to use his name except when they curse. Right. No problem there. They can take his name in vain. Right. But to acknowledge him and what he did, very, very difficult for them yeah. to do. Yeah. It's just that, you know, one time I was I was asking the Lord, why is life so difficult? Why couldn't you just make it so that we were all perfect? We didn't have to go through this life. We didn't have to make mistakes and then get forgiven. I thought, why was that? Why is this so hard? And I thought, well, and then I, then God spoke to my spirit and said, my son came and died on the cross. That's how important it was. And so if Jesus was willing to die on the cross, that wasn't easy either. I'm asking God, why wasn't there an easier way for us? And God said, there wasn't an easier way for me either. I came and died on the cross. And so when I thought about that, I thought, well, then all the suffering I go through is fine. I'm not worried about it now because I know it was, it must be necessary because it was necessary. It must have been necessary for God to send his son to die on the cross. He wouldn't have done that for, for no reason. And so the fact that Jesus suffered and died makes our suffering, puts it in perspective because he was holy, sinless. Mm -hmm. It says in that passage in Isaiah, he was acquainted with grief. Right. How could he relate to us if he had not gone through that? And I've always pictured it this way, Mosley, that God doesn't sit up in heaven with strings attached to his fingers, Mm -hmm. and we are puppets down here doing what Mm -hmm. he wants us to do, but he gives us free will to choose. He gives us the options, and that's why this passage is so fantastic. He has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. He did it for us. He was wounded for us our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. It's all pointed toward us. Yes, it is. And if we can't yes, get that, there's something wrong with us. That, that is so true. You know, there's a, there's a, uh, a song, a modern, a, a contemporary song, that says, I'll never know how much it costs to see my sins upon that cross. I mean, wow, it's just amazing that this this day is, is amazing. And sometimes I think about um, what happened in the Old Testament. I mean, I think most of us have seen Charleston Heston play Moses in the Ten Commandments, right? Yes. And But the Bible has a, records, uh, you know, the, that scene, which uh, they used in the movie. But here's what the Bible says, uh, foreshadowing the death of Jesus. It's in Exodus chapter 12, and it says, Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be your beginning of months, and it shall be the first month of the year for you. 
speak all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth of this month every man shall take himself a lamb, according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. And if a household is too small for a lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of the persons, according to each man's need. You shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, Glenn. Yeah. Without blemish. What a foreshadowing of the event that we've been talking about, the cross and the death of Jesus. A male of the first year. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. And now you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight. And they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts, on the lintels of the houses wherein they eat. And skipping down to verse 12. For I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night and will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. Yeah. Which has become an offense to many people. Unfortunately, in many hymn books of certain denominations, the blood has been removed. No songs about what you have just read about when we believe that without the blood there is no remission. Here's what I say. The blood of Jesus will never, never, never lose its power. Never. That's right. And that, that's a wonderful old Assembly of God hymn. I don't know if it's in other denominations. Well, it's unfortunately being removed in some cases, but it's still in ours, I want to tell you. <laughs> and... Uh, Without the blood, what do you have? I mean, you're just having another meeting if you can't sing and talk about the, the blood, blood of, of Jesus. The most, precious, the most precious thing in heaven yeah. will be a drop yeah. of the blood of yeah. Jesus. And if you don't have that on you, you're lost. That's right. You are lost. You're just like, God said, I'm going to pass, just like he did in, in the Old Testament, I'm going to pass through the land of Egypt. And if I see the blood, I'll pass over you and you won't be struck with the, with the plagues. And so when God looks at us, when God looks at Mosley, I don't want him to see all oh, my good works and oh, I did this. And, no, I want him to see the blood of Christ on me. Yeah, and where the blood was applied in Israel, or in Egypt, I should say, there was not one child that died. That's not right. Not one lost. That's right. So it's exactly what we preach today, where the blood is applied, no one is lost. That's right. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever would believe in him would not perish. There it is right there. Perish. And if you don't have that, you will perish. That's exactly true. I mean, oh, that's politically incorrect. You will perish without yes. the blood of Jesus. And that blood was shed on good the Good Friday, which we celebrate in April. When he died on the cross. Mm -hmm. Let's read, uh, if you don't mind. I'm going to read about the crucifixion. I'm reading from Luke's gospel, although it's in uh, all the gospels. This is Luke chapter uh, 23, uh, beginning at verse 33. And the Bible says, And when they had come to the place called Calvary, now isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. Calvary. You know, that's there's all kind of Calvary churches. I, I love that. You know, we we find precious all the suffering of Jesus. 
You know, and then we name our churches Calvary. Yes. Because it's a precious, it was an ugly hill, but a precious place to us because the Son of God died there for us. And they, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on the right hand and the other on the left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. Boy, you could spend a year talking about that, couldn't you? Just think of it. The Son of God, God himself, saying, forgive them. The people he created were killing him, torturing him, driving nails in his hand. He said, you know, I'm going to remember this and I'm going to get you. No, he didn't say that. He (laughs) said, I'm not sure I'll ever forgive this. No, he didn't say that. He said, Father, forgive them, everyone. What appeared to me when I was a young boy was the words of a song, love so amazing, Mm -hmm. so divine, demands Mm -hmm. my soul, my life, my all. My all. And I made that choice. And and Mosley, I see other people's lives. I see families. I see how people live. I would not trade this way of life for anything that I see out there. No, no, no. And you know, that's what I love about the Lord is that some people uh, have huge success in this life and they are on the covers of magazines, but they'll never be heard again in heaven. No. If you don't put your trust in Christ, all this will be worthless. And every man who dies and every woman who dies rich knows that money is no good. When you talk about Calvary, of course, we say in gospel work that in that sense, we all stand on level ground and it's Calvary's ground. I've been there many, many times in Israel, viewing, sharing with people the miracle of Calvary and what was done there. And it just gives you goose flesh to think that all of our sin, of the whole world, every ethnic group, every language, every color, he died and shed his blood there for their sin, without exception. Without exception. No matter the educational level, the power... Nothing small, like that is considered. Small and great. Small and great. Level ground. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so continuing on with what the Bible has here. And they divided his garments and cast lots, and the people stood looking on. But even the rulers with them sneered, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he is the Christ, the chosen of God. And the soldiers also mocked him, coming and offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. And an inscription was also written over him in letters of Greek, Latin, and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. And one of the criminals who was hanged blasphemed him, saying, If you are the Christ, save yourself and us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Do you not even fear God, seeing you are under the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And then the thief said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. And now it was about the sixth hour, and there was darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour. And then the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was rent in two. And when Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last. (laughs) That's the story. That is the the old story. I never get tired of telling that story. That's the, uh, that is the wonderful news. You know, that day is called uh, 
my friend Rich told me that, why are we calling that Good Friday? Because it doesn't sound good for Jesus. It wasn't good for Jesus. It was good for us. He died for us. It was good for us, and that's why we call it Good Friday. That's the whole message. That's the whole personality of Jesus. He was going to do what was right and good for us on that day. I hope you're enjoying today's edition of Real Christianity with your host, attorney Mosley Collins. You can get a free copy of today's message on CD or any of Mosley's other messages by calling our office at 916-444-4444. Now let's get back to today's message. Thank you, darling. I'm here with one of my favorite people, Pastor Glenn Cole. You know, Pastor, before we go further, let's, let's tell people how they can attend some of your services because you're pastoring at Trinity Life Center. You've done a wonderful job. Uh, that church had some difficulties and you've come in and now it's filled with people who love the Lord. It's at Hill, Hillsdale and Madison, isn't it? Just off of Highway 80 at the Madison exit, right. And uh, your Sunday service is 10 a.m.? 10 o'clock. And I'll say this to my listeners. If you don't have a church, you need to get down to Trinity Life Center and hear Pastor Cole preach the gospel. It'll be a blessing to you. And if you need to uh, find out more about that church, their phone number is 348-4673. 348-4673. And if you're in your car and you can't remember that, just call my office. And I think you can remember our number. <laughs> it's 444-4444. And we'll give you all the information about Pastor Cole's uh, dynamic church over there. Well, I'm just... We have just touched the surface of this, haven't we? Hard to get too deep on, in a few <laughs> minutes, but if I may make a comment about what you read from uh, Luke 23, verse 40, when it says, but the other, talking about the other thief, I underline those words in my Bible because that's what this is all about. We're going for the other. One said, you know, prove yourself. The other said, remember me. See, that's all God is asking of us, to yes, remember. Yes, Remember, and then the scripture records, but the other. I just love those words because it's so inclusive. And if people are out there wavering and they're kind of teetering between yes and no, say yes. Say that's yes. Right. And you know, this is the thief on the cross. And I think it's, it's that way to kind of shock people because he wasn't a religious man. He was a thief. You know, and I, I'm not a great man, Glenn. I, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. As we all are. As we all are. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even though I'm a lawyer and this and that, and I can wear a nice suit and stuff, I'm just wearing filthy rags in the sight of God. Mm -hmm. So uh, I completely agree with you, but the other. Yeah. So here's what we're asking. If you're listening and you haven't ever received Christ as Savior. You need to be but the other. Yeah. Just do what he did. Lord, remember me. When we say that from an honest heart, oh boy, you've got heaven's help immediately. Lord, remember me. That's and right. And we will just respond in that way as we hear a message like we are presenting today. Uh, God bends down and says, I, I remember you and uh, responds in a powerful manner. See, that's all we have as we lay dying, which, you know, as we get older, we've been thinking about this a little bit more probably. As we lay dying, you know, all we have is, Lord, remember me. Mm -hmm. we, we're not going to be telling the Lord, oh, I did a lot of good things for you. 
Oh, I gave to the poor. Oh, I, you know, I preached the gospel. We're not going to be saying that. We're going to be saying, Lord, have mercy on me and remember me. And his response is, as it was to that man, I say to you today, today. you will be with me. I'd like to underline that in my Bible. <laughs> it's worth underlining. Today, yeah. you shall be with me. Because what is the great fear that man has? You know, we can, we can solve pollution problems. We can solve lots of problems. But the one problem we can't solve is death. Uh, he kicked the ends out of the casket in what he did. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and right. I just love to think about that. And if we would just say yes, like this man did, we have all of heaven's attention. And when, we, you, when you think about that you, every man, every woman is going to face death, and there again is the level field. Land, don't you agree? Absolutely. It's, it's not going to be one way for another, for one guy and, and another way for somebody else. We're all destined to die. There's only one standard, and Jesus Christ established that. Yes, and there's only one Savior by which we must be saved. That's it. And you know, I sometimes think about the people there who were there when Jesus was being crucified and what they received. You had the soldiers, Glenn, and what did they get? Hmm. They got. Bits and pieces of his clothing. A robe. Mm -hmm. They probably got his sandals. They got this and that, uh, which is not much. Not much. The religious leaders, they were reviling him. All they got is condemnation. But the thief, but the other, got eternal life. And that's what we want for you, my listeners. We want you to receive eternal life in Jesus Christ. I hope you enjoyed today's edition of Real Christianity. This program is sponsored by the Personal Injury Law Offices of Attorney Mosley Collins. If you or a loved one have been badly injured, you need wise legal counsel. Attorney Mosley Collins has been helping injured people for over 28 years. He knows how to win your case. You can reach Attorney Mosley Collins and his legal staff by calling our office at 916-444-4444. There is never a charge until he wins your case. So just remember, dial all fours for legal help. Now here's a final word from Mosley. Thank you, Lisa. I don't want to end today's program without asking you, my listener, a very important question. Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? I'm not asking you if you go to church. I'm not asking you if you call yourself a Christian. I'm asking you, do you have a daily personal relationship with Jesus? Have you ever prayed to receive Christ as your Savior? If you haven't, or if you're not sure, call me at my office and I will take the time to pray with you and I will send you a free Bible. If you have any doubt concerning this, I hope you will call me, and we will pray together for you to receive Christ and the gift of eternal life. Thank you for listening. From all of us here at Real Christianity, we pray that God will bless you and keep you, and that you will live in the love of Jesus.
If you're pregnant and considering abortion, I have important news. I'm attorney Mosley Collins. Perhaps you know my phone number, 444-4444. In the past, I've spoken about personal injury accidents, but today I want to help you if you are pregnant and considering abortion. I know that's a scary spot to be in. So we've created a new organization called SaveYourBaby.org. If you call us, we have resources, medical care, housing, and more to help you save your baby. And it's all free. Many people now believe abortion is a bad choice. Even the woman who brought the original lawsuit legalizing abortion now believes she made a terrible mistake. I don't want you to make a terrible mistake. So I hope you call me at 444-4444. We will help you without charge. But in the end, it's up to you because only you can save your baby. 